Hello, you're listening to a Zen Studies Society podcast. To learn more about our community of Zen Buddhist practitioners, please visit zenstudies.org. Free body-mind and abandon it. Throw yourself into the house of the Buddha. Let the Buddha initiate you and simply follow this effortlessly without anxiety. Then you can be freed from samsara, life, death, and become a Buddha. Ehe Dogen Kigen Zenji Gai Osho from the Shobogenzo Life Death. Such a rare day. A wondrous day. Thirteen or so of us here at Hoenji. I caught a quick glimpse of New York Zendo, but now all I see is myself. That's the way this technology is. <laughs> anyway, there seemed to be quite a few people. Hi, New York Zendo. <laughs> Two residents at Aibosatsu Zendo and a few at Austin Zen Center. Here in Syracuse, driving over from my house this morning, 12 degrees, sparkling, shining, snow and ice in the sunshine. The days are longer. The light is suggesting spring will come. Shakyamuni Buddha said in the great Parinirvana Sutra, the Buddha's appearance in the world is rare. The human form difficult to attain and directly having faith in the Buddha's birth is something also difficult. Being capable of patience is difficult. Attaining the human body is rare. You're meeting me 
must not be passed by in vain. <clears throat> so here we are, human bodies all. It's the 20th day of the second month of 2022. The year of the tiger unfolds day by day, breath by breath. We've come together from the east, the west, the north, the south, live and on Zoom, also live in this rare encounter, in this rare human form. With aspiration, motivation and gratitude we are commemorating buddha shakyamuni and muishitsu edo roshi and celebrating mandala day what good fortune to be able to sit with each other and feel the presence of our great teachers. In the Hebrew calendar, this weekend is also the 77th memorial of my father, Leonard Cohen Corlin, who was killed fighting the Nazis just before the end of World War II. We only had a few minutes of my babyhood together, and I only have one clear memory of him holding me on his shoulders as he walked into the surf of the Atlantic Ocean. I was around eight months old. My mother never spoke about him when I was a child. It was too painful, she said, when I asked about him. But in the photographs that I have, he is really good-looking and calmly joyful, even in his army uniform. My grandparents, my aunt, my uncle, they all spoke of his loving, outgoing nature, his intelligence, integrity, and charisma. 
traits in which I felt held in a formless embrace. No matter how difficult the ensuing years were. We are all being held in a formless embrace. Another way of speaking of the Daibosatsu Mandala. No one is left out. We just chanted Hakuin Zenji's Song of Zazen. Sentient beings are all fundamentally Buddhas. This is who we are. Every one of us. We can experience this in our Zazen when we get rid of our expectations, our ideas of progress and gain. At the beginning, and on and off throughout our journey, Faith does seem difficult. But that's because we think it must mean faith in something, something out there or up there. That's the problem. That's the problem. We have to learn to give up all such notions. We have to surrender. Four years ago, Edo Roshi gave a teisho at Shogun Junior College in Gifu, Japan. Two days later, on February 19th, 2018, he departed from this realm. In that Taisho, he had everyone recite the section from Dogen's life, death, that I opened with. <clears throat> he loved it passionately. And so have I. Ever since I first heard it from him in Doksan many years ago, No matter how many times we hear it, 
read it, recite it, and reflect on it. This passage remains fresh. Indeed, it refreshes our hearts. Free body, mind, and abandon it. Throw yourself into the house of the Buddha. Let Buddha initiate you and simply follow this effortlessly without anxiety. Then you can be freed from samsara, life, death, and become a Buddha. Free body, mind, and abandon it. Ada Roshi said, this is the essence of spiritual training. Let go and forget. Throw yourself into the house of the Buddha. Let the Buddha initiate you. He said, the action lies in the Buddha. This is so important. Throw everything into the life of the Buddha. Zazen, for example, is all about relinquishing, isn't it? It's a surrender. It's because you don't relinquish and surrender that you unnecessarily suffer. This is what we are doing here today. Relinquishing all our ideas about Zazen, what it's for, how it should be, why we can't do it, yada, yada, yada. No. Abandon such thoughts. Dogen's words are so dynamic. Free body, mind. Abandon it. Throw yourself into the house of the Buddha. The Buddha has appeared. Yes? Yes, you would agree? Huh? The Buddha has appeared. And what else? We have appeared.
rare, rare. Yeah. The house of the Buddha is nowhere but right where we are. We don't have to throw ourselves far away, right? Right here. Just here. Our very breath is the initiation. With each exhalation, each inhalation, our faith grows without our seeking after it. Faith in what? Not in any doctrine, not in any concept. We simply entrust ourselves to this mysterious and subtle practice, presence, embrace, in which we are not separated even for an instant from our teachers, our fathers and mothers, our sisters and brothers, all our dear departed ones. We've met with the Buddha's teachings in our very own human bodies. How do we ensure that it is not in vain, as the Buddha warned us? Train thus, the Buddha said. Not just when you feel like it. Not just when it's convenient. Not just when you can fit it in among all the multiple things that you are dealing with in your lives. Be steadfast and diligent. Train with assiduity. How? Hmm? Let the Buddha initiate you and simply follow this effortlessly. 
without anxiety. You may think from time to time, how can I do this? It's not something you are doing. There is no grasping after it. There's no self-evaluation. Am I there yet? There's no self, no other. One's vow, your vow, my vow, and the Buddha's vow are not two. After all, it's our fundamental Buddha nature that calls to us to sit down. That gives us the aspiration to respond, to return to this pure, original oneness, this mind, to experience this is, of course, very different from hearing someone say it or reading it. Only Buddha knows Buddha, Dogen titled another fascicle in the Shobogenzo. Only Buddha knows Buddha. For each of us, Buddha has called Buddha. Buddha knows Buddha. To awaken to this, of course, requires a strong vow and the determination to set forth on a journey without end. We don't know where this journey will take us. We don't know what obstacles we'll encounter. We have no assurances that we'll succeed. We have no timetable, schedule. There is no formula. What does it take? We have to be willing to enter fully into the challenges of our lives, 
and really see, really listen. I have to struggle before we can fully embody Rinzai's Uji. Nothing to do. Edo Roshi often said, it's worthy to struggle. His aspiration was so clear from childhood on. And no matter how daunting the circumstances, no matter how complex his karmic hindrances, he persevered with enthusiasm. What are our own hindrances? We all have them. What are you struggling right now with? What are you trying to avoid? What are you trying to escape? Can you face this? Bravely look into it and vow to transform it. Free body, mind. Many years ago, working with students, confusion and misgivings and worries and despair, Ada Roshi composed what he called Five Points to Live Happily. He printed these five points on little cards, which he gave to us. Like all of his teachings, Like all teachings that make a difference, these points were arrived at through his own struggles and insights. Shall I tell you those five points? Number one, know that after all, Life is simple. Do not complicate it. Two, be generous in your thoughts, your deeds, and with your things. Three, 
Remember that things go according to your karma, whether you like it or not. Four, humbly obey the law of the universe. Thou, the way. Five, I think this is going to be the hardest one, but it will bring you the most happiness. Be positive under any circumstances. You know, we are humans. With all our flaws and fears and discontents, and yet, if we keep it simple, if we are generous, if we accept our karma and realize freedom within it, if we are attuned to things just as they are, and if we refrain from complaining, but instead feel grateful for the challenges that come our way, our greatest teachers, then happiness follows just as, quote, joy, follows a pure thought like a shadow that never leaves, as the Dhammapada puts it in twin verses. The Korean Zen master, Sun San, who founded the Kwanum School of Zen, in the West, often quoted a poem called The Human Root, which goes, Coming empty-handed, going empty-handed, that is human. When you are born, where do you come from? When you die, where? Do you go? Life is like a floating cloud which appears. Death is like a floating cloud which disappears. The floating cloud itself originally does not exist. Life and death Coming and going are also like that. But there is one thing which always remains clear. It is pure and clear, not depending on life and death. What is the one pure and clear thing.
even though we come and go empty-handed, we are born with a Maya consciousness, lingering karmic traces. And we have to be aware of them, even though they are formless. They have no independent existence, but they can exert subtle yet powerful influences that flare when we are not aware. So we sit we purify our karma. Huckling Zenji said, even those who have practiced it for just one sitting will see all their harmful karma erased. One sitting. This one sitting. Nyo on Chico, Maureen Stewart Zenni said, We learn a great deal about the intuitive wisdom of our bodies when we sit. There is a power that lies in non resistance. And this is the real meaning of being at attention without tension. You know that in winter, the tree boughs that bend under the snow survive, while the ones that resist break. So in your pain, don't resist. Bend. Go with it. Breathe with it. Let your body teach you. Let it tell you what it means. Nothing is fixed. Where do we come from? Where? At our last breath, where do we go? Life and death are like a floating cloud, appearing and disappearing. What is it? that does not depend on the transitory states of life and death. What is that one pure and clear thing? Maureen, whose memorial commemoration we will do next Sunday, here 
said, with true insight, we know who we are. We can confront our life and death clearly and calmly. Life, death is not a theory. It's our personal experience. We may not remember, but we will soon encounter again the change from life to death. Death to life. The Buddhist teacher Trudy Goodman writes, we have all been born. We will all die. This stark reality is a portal to loving awareness. Since we're all floating in the same mysterious boat, our kindred vulnerability calls us to compassion, to the solace of our shared humanness. We might as well be kind, understanding, and helpful to each other along the way. I knew Trudy long ago, actually, when we both practiced with Maureen at the Cambridge Buddhist Association. Maureen officiated at her wedding to George Bowman there. Trudy later went on to practice in the Vipassana tradition and is the founding teacher of Insight LA. She and someone you probably all know of well, the Vipassana teacher Jack Cornfield, were married by Ramdas in 2016. She speaks of this mysterious boat we're all floating in. You may remember. Yogen Senzaki's poignant poem that he wrote in 1955, three years before his passing. I used it as the frontispiece in eloquent silence. It goes like this. In a dream, I'm lying in a pagoda with my old teacher. When I awaken, I am on my single pillow in the Western Hemisphere. For more than 70 years, I have floated on the Alaya Sea in this 
illusory boat. Even though his old teacher, Soen Chakuroshi, passed away in 1919, 36 years before that poem, that dream, Yogen Senzaki felt his old teacher was utterly alive. Just as Sawanakagawa Roshi was for Edo Roshi. Just as Edo Roshi is for those of us who were his disciples. On this Dai Bosatsu Mandala Day 2022, we commemorate the wondrous and mysterious connections with our teachers. And we know that the only way we can requite their beneficence is through our own dedication and determination, right in the midst of hardships and worries and sickness and grief. The Alaya Sea. Floating here, we too feel intimations of mystical interrelationships, the singing of the wind brings us into this. We can't parse it out. The illusory boat of this particular life, this stark, yet temporary reality, conveys the intimacy within the dream, which is the dream, which is really real. In this dream, body, mind is abandoned. Logic is gone. Dualism is gone. All composite things are gone. Past and present are one. Lying in a pagoda, 
with my old teacher. Some of you have some familiarity with the seamless pagoda of case 18 in the blue cliff record. About Nanyo Echu, Chinese Nanyang Huizong, one of the heirs of Wenong Enno Daikon, the sixth ancestor. Echu lived for a hundred years, passing away in 775, and received the honorific Kokushi, national teacher. So is called Chu Kokushi. His disciples included three successive emperors of that era, starting with Genso, Chinese, Zhuangzong, whose heir, Shokso, Chinese, Suzhong, usurped the throne but died six years later. And his brother, Dai Sol, Chinese Dai Zhong, became the emperor from 762 to 779. So it was Dai Sol who, when Chu Kokushi was approaching the end of his life, asked, What should I do for you when you are about to die? What would be a fitting tribute? Well, we heard this morning when Shakyamuni Buddha was about to enter into Parinirvana, he told his beloved disciple Ananda, it's not the scattering of blossoms and sprinkling of sandalwood powder. It's not the playing of heavenly music by which the Buddha is honored. Rather, what? Train thus. thus, live in the Dharma, enter upon the path, and walk on this way. It's the same for us. This is the only way we can honor Edo Roshi's teachings. Cheerfully, in the midst of uncertainty and confusion, train thus. We don't wait for certitude. We don't wait for an end to our confusion. Right here, right in the midst. This is training. 
He always said, give yourself to the Dharma. And the Dharma will give itself to you. It's always giving itself to us without a break, seamlessly giving that we get caught up in the seams of our own construction. When Ananda asked the Buddha, what shall we do without you? How can we go on? The Tathagata replied, Atadipa, be a light unto yourself. Viharata, dwell in this light. Atasarana, you are the refuge. was true Kokushi's reply to Emperor Daisol when he was asked, what can I do? What kind of tribute can I make for you? He said, make me a seamless pagoda. What kind of pagoda is this? The emperor wondered. What style should it be? How can a pagoda be seamless? Every pagoda rises up, level upon level, tier upon tier, intricate, curving roofs. What is a seamless pagoda? Uh, 
a pagoda without levels, without tears, without scaffolding, no toehold, no up and down, no inside and outside, free from all constructions, all concepts, all dualistic thinking. How do we build such a thing? Hmm? By deconstructing what we believe to be a self. Free body, mind. Or as the Buddha says again and again in the Diamond Sutra, be free from the idea of an ego entity, free from the idea of a personality, free from the idea of a being, and free from the idea of a separated individuality. Seamless. Yogen Senzaki said, an ideal Buddhist should wash off all kinds of dirt and walk freely in naked truth. The perfect garment shows no seams inside or outside. It is one complete piece and nobody can tell where the work began and how it was woven. What is it to walk freely in naked truth, to live seamlessly, to create a seamless pagoda with our thoughts, words, deeds, our hearts. Free body, mind, and abandon it. Throw yourself into the house of the Buddha. Let the Buddha initiate you. And then what? Simply follow this effortlessly, without anxiety. Then you can be free from samsara and become a Buddha. Can anyone resist? Doing so? This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. 
If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org donate. Thank you for listening.